0: I think we oftentimes see leadership as this person who is in charge of many people when really it is modeling Christ in whatever capacity that is that you are serving in.
1: Welcome to Footnotes, a behind-the-scenes look at what we value and why it matters here at Foothill Church in Glendora, California. My name is Stephen Koppenrath. I'm one of the pastors on staff, and I am your host. We are starting something today and looking at some foundational things that are true of not only committed, full church people, but are also true of all Christian believers. And so this week we want to talk about what it means to serve. Which Christians ought to be known as people who serve, whatever the context is, in your home, serving family, serving friends, and even serving formally as a volunteer when given the chance. So, I want to bring in a friend of mine who started off at Foothill simply volunteering and giving of her time. And So, you may or may not know her, but on this episode, we welcome Erica Hussey. Hey! Hey! Erica is an APU grad, a gifted administrator, and currently keeps our family ministry folks organized. Uh, Does that sound right?
0: Uh, As best as I can. Some of them are trickier than others. Some of them.
1: We won't (laughs) mention who Brian Martinez, but that's fine. It's also important to note that Erica Hussey, along with our facilities director, Anthony Wild, were both co-recipients of the FTSE Award at our 2019 (laughs) Stack Christmas party. Do you remember what the award is for? (laughs)
0: Uh, most ironic last name, exactly. If I can remember
1: correctly. <laughs> most ironic last name to. <laughs> and Erica
0: I, um, I hang that award with pride. I was at my wondering desk.
1: if it made it through COVID. I wasn't sure if it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do need to grab that thing. Yeah. It's probably up on
1: the wall somewhere. It is. Uh, well, thanks for being a good sport, Erica, yeah. for joining us today at Footnotes. As you heard, we're chatting about the kind of the why and the what of serving, mm-hmm. and we're in the midst of encouraging actually our church to get involved on a service team, and so would you just fill us in a bit? Tell our listeners uh, about your experience of serving at Foothill Church so far. Yeah, i yeah, love to hear about that.
0: Yeah, so it kind of ties right in with when I started attending Foothill. Uh, moved to the area with my sister around 2015 in the fall, mm-hmm. um, recommended by my aunt who said, you know, you have to come try out my church, you don't have to love it, but you will, mm. and she was right. So the first Sunday we attended and didn't really look back, and the second Sunday, Um, I think they made an announcement from the stage saying, Hey, we needed help in many different areas. And, uh, one of them being in student ministry and, uh, went up to pastor Chris afterwards and said, Hey can you point me in the direction of the youth pastor? And uh, met up with Steve Dubransky, who was the youth minister, student minister at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, got connected right then and there. So that's awesome. Week two started serving. Week two
1: started serving. Yeah. That's in some ways atypical, but uh, really cool that you mm-hmm. were able to just jump in right away. Yeah. And so you served in students and, and you're still involved in students, mm-hmm. more on a professional level now, yeah. but what's it kind of been like the last, you know, three or four years as far as just volunteerism?
0: So I um, am fortunate enough to be a small group leader for junior high girls, which is both challenging and rewarding all together in one. Um, I love serving with junior high girls because they come with questions both broad and specific relating to faith and many other things. Mm. And so um, it has challenged me in my faith and caused me to you know, A, be honest with them and say, I don't have the answers. And at the same time, have really great conversations with them and helping them kind of expand and develop this foundation in their faith as they venture through sixth, seventh, and eighth grade.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm on the cusp of having a junior higher. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's a weird kid. So there's <laughs> there are things that That's definitely um, I look true forward of junior to, to uh, having you, you all in- encourage uh, my kids as they get older as well. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I think depending on your attitude and perspective, you know, serving can either bring a lot of joy and uh, be really fulfilling or for honest, at times feels like work mm-hmm. um, at times as well. And I'm, I mean, we feel this in all kinds of arenas. We feel this at church probably at times, but even at home as well. You live with your sister, yeah.
0: right? with mm-hmm.
1: uh, Debbie. Hey Debbie. Um hey, Deb. <laughs> so what's your like least favorite chore at home that you would maybe try to pawn off on Debbie?
0: Oh yeah, I cannot stand and again, simplest task. I cannot stand taking out the trash. Okay. Yeah. The idea of pulling that old bag out and tying it and taking it to the but, whole why, process Why are you using old bags
1: just, by the way? <laughs> We should use new bags. So.
0: Well, the bag full of trash okay, and then putting the new yes. bag in, just the whole thing is so overwhelming to me.
1: <laughs> overwhelming. Wow.
0: Just the last thing. Yeah. Like, I would rather clean the whole house than yeah. have to take Deal out the, the garbage. The trash yeah. is the dirty yeah. work for sure. Yeah. And then putting it out on the curb mm-hmm. and bringing it back in. And so Debbie has really been the superstar in that. She's really That's awesome. owned that role really well.
1: Yeah. Me, me and Owen do trash at our house as yeah, well. It's, it's always something it's that good. is, um, yeah, it's, it takes, um, thoughtful thoughtfulness about how to be joyful about that mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's always things that we kind of rather not do Absolutely. Um, um, how have you dealt with serving when you didn't feel like it you know whether it's at home or kind of in more of a church level
0: yeah so there have been many wednesdays and sunday mornings yeah. volunteering with kids where you show up and you're just tired mm-hmm. you know it's been a long week you know even getting to wednesday and you're like it's only been two days and it feels like this has been two weeks Um, you're exhausted you're emotional you yeah. know maybe you're on the verge of tears because of something that's happened and the great thing at least the way that i've experienced youth ministry is that there have been times that I felt like that coming into a Wednesday night Mm. and being able to see those junior hires and high schoolers experience and worship God Mm. in song and in small groups and through fellowship it renews my spirit Mm. so that's awesome um, it's really become like a highlight in my week You know, because I show up to youth group and I'm exhausted and I don't want to be there. But really, the students are the ones that push me to um, really be there mentally, um, Mm. to be there consistently. It allows me to then serve them well because they have already shown me what it means to serve God by worshiping. So That's cool. That's great.
1: And I think it's it's always easier when we can kind of see the big picture in Mm -hmm. those things and see the impact kind of immediately. And, and sometimes it's easier, too, to do something when we feel like we're good at it mm-hmm. um, or maybe even when we receive encouragement for our work. Um, I, I think one of the things in the church overall, sometimes we get hung up on is this idea of calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I remember this as a as a teenager, similarly kind of like being really impacted by people who served in my youth group and uh, invested in me mm-hmm. and realizing like, wow, maybe I'm feeling called to do the same thing. And there's this very personal kind of connection to that. But calling is interesting. We get sometimes um, told by a coach or a pastor yeah. or we read a book. Yeah. And we realize like, man, I need to pursue my calling when mm-hmm. it comes to serving. And that our joy and happiness and all those things fall into place when we step into this perfect alignment of calling. But let's talk more about that. Like, what's your what's your take? Do you think serving has to start with a place of calling? Or sometimes are we just called to, to serve where we are?
0: Yeah, I mean like you said, as Christians, we are called to serve, Mm. right? And, And if you're waiting for a voice from the Lord to say, you know, go serve in kids' ministry... Um, is, that, is that a voice from the water, by the way? yes. Yeah, so if that you're matters. feeling convicted right now, like <laughs> yeah. you can, you know, you know, call me, <laughs> talk to Whitney, but no, but really like you might be waiting for the rest of your life sure. if you're waiting for yeah. that specific voice from God to say, go serve in this capacity. Mm. Um, when in reality, like the way that a lot of us are, get started in serving is someone shoulder tapping us and saying, Hey, there's a need in this ministry. There's yeah. a need in that ministry. And it's yeah. being obedient as for we've been sure. called to do just as Christ was obedient in his servant. Servanthood. Yeah. Servanthood. That's the right word. Um, in, in dying for us. So, um, yeah it's it's a calling but it's not necessarily a specific calling and some people do get that specific calling and do Mm -hmm. feel led in a specific capacity but if we're waiting for that for the rest of our lives then we might be waiting again for the rest of our lives whereas we really just need to act um as we are called to serve because there are many roles that need to be filled um, and many capable people who maybe just are waiting for that specific calling that will never come
1: right yeah i mean i think part of us um, responding to the call of a Christian life. is just to simply keep our eyes open and say, hey, mm-hmm. that chair needs to be folded mm-hmm. up. That table needs to be moved. Uh, these kids yeah. need a leader. Um, and so I'm going to respond because I feel like, that's what's great. The Holy Spirit is dynamic and active. It's not kind of this, this indwelling that we receive all at once at the beginning. And then, that is good for the rest of our life. The Holy Spirit continues to prompt us to yeah. do things and to act on, on, on the Lord's behalf in that way. Yeah. Um, somewhat related to calling. I think there are some really important things that we can miss if we pass up on serving um, because serving others really prepares us to lead others. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's true? What relationship do you kind of see between serving and being a leader?
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people get scared to step into that role of serving because they don't want to be a leader. Mm-hmm. The idea of leading others is very intimidating, but in our daily lives and I mean if you're a parent you are leading your kids mm-hmm. if you are a co-worker you are leading those around you whether in good ways or bad just by doing the things that you're doing and so it's no mm-hmm. different in the ways that you're serving um, if you are greeter, you are serving you are being a leader by showing others like this is what a Christian does mm-hmm. if you are even in on the worship team you are leading people in in worship, That doesn't even necessarily mean that you need to be on stage leading people in worship by being part of the congregation, lifting your hands in worship. You are leading others by showing them this is what you do in worship. Um, so I think we oftentimes see leadership as this person who is in charge of yeah. many people yeah. when really it is modeling Christ yeah. in whatever capacity that is that yeah. you are serving in.
1: That's good. Yeah, I don't think leadership is so much position as mm-hmm. it is kind of posture. Absolutely. Right? It's like kind of our posture service. Yeah. and Yeah, I agree. I think there's some mis- uh, misnomers of what it means to be a leader in a church setting. And I think sometimes leadership is something that, we, that most people um, don't feel like they're privy to at church. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of for other people. Absolutely. Um, they may be people who see the experience, let's, let's say a Sunday morning service, and they view it as an outsider looking in. And they're like, okay, they do church this way, they offer this program, or that's the sermon that they are in. But one of the things I've seen over and over again is that serving, what it does is it changes that mentality and it brings you into community. And Mm -hmm. so it's no longer they do church this way, it's we do church Mm -hmm. this way we are in this new series in Exodus, you know, and so on and so forth. And I think that can be really powerful to think about that switch in regards to engaging with other people just by volunteering Mm -hmm. and and serving in kids Mm -hmm. ministry or set up and tearing down tents. And this leadership mentality starts to kick in because you're invested personally. So as we wrap this portion up, just kind of uh, a few last words here. Is there anything else that you'd want to say to someone who's considering volunteering at Foothill Church?
0: Yeah, a couple things. One, the relationships that I have built through serving have grown into very deep friendships. Yeah, that's awesome. And that is not something that you necessarily get if you're just sitting in a chair, Mm -hmm. um, not engaging in that way. And so uh, that would be number one. But number two, something that we are doing in Foothill Kids is we are encouraging our kids to memorize a big chunk of scripture. And Mm. I think in preparing for this podcast, this portion of um, Philippians 2 that Mm. we're having our kids memorize stood out, which was do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others more significant than yourselves Mm. and um, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So the idea that, you know, we should be looking to toward others and humbling ourselves. It's again, that posture of, humbling yourselves and looking to serve others, considering others more significant than yourselves. And that's really what serving is. It's looking for opportunities to serve others as Jesus has. So um, those two things. Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah, just to recap. So just kind of this practical encouragement that you're going to find friendship sometimes Mm -hmm. in serving. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, just this reminder theologically that we're we're called to serve because Christ served us yes. to, to be humble, to lay down our lives in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, I, I can't wait to see what comes from the season of volunteering at Fiddle Church. And just as a reminder, uh, listeners, if you want to serve with one of our service teams, maybe even in family ministries where you may bump into Erica and the rest of the cool kids, uh, we'd love to see you jump in. You can go to foothill.church/serve and get started on a short application and start volunteering ASAP. Okay, Erica, speed around questions. Mm -hmm. This is just kind of a fun way for uh, our listeners just to get to know you a little bit. Any new hobbies, any new things that you're into, maybe even just during quarantine or COVID-19 times uh, the last few months that you want to share?
0: So something that I started doing during quarantine and have kind of pushed off now Mm -hmm. uh, because I... Don't like it is uh, running, okay. <laughs> okay. and mostly because I yeah. have bad knees yeah. <laughs> as yeah. a young person, which is unfortunate. Um, so running, except that it's not really a hobby anymore. <laughs> yeah, running is the worst. I mean, it is the
1: worst. Yeah. Uh, so no, no more running. No more running. Is, has anything? It was a hobby. Place yeah. Or anything, or just
0: um, no.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my kind of uh, conversation. This is great. Uh, how about just a resource, like a book, or maybe a podcast, or something you've been reading lately, engaging in that would be helpful.
0: Yeah, I recently um, read the gospel comes with the house key oh, yeah. by Rosaria Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Um, even talking about serving and practical living um, in hospitality great resource in that.
1: That's awesome. What's kind of a takeaway from that book that you are trying to implement in your life?
0: Yeah. Just looking for opportunities to be hospitable. So whether that's reorganizing my schedule to make time Mm -hmm. for people who I wouldn't necessarily make time for. um, I think that's been the biggest takeaway is being more intentional with my time. I love that book. It's really Mm -hmm.
1: transformative. And I really love that it takes kind of this idea of service Mm -hmm. like we're talking about and bringing it into our homes and realizing that we can even include our families into serving people as they yeah. come into our, our homes. Um, last question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard through the grapevine. You don't think that it's appropriate for men to wear flip-flops or tank tops. Is that is that right?
0: Flip-flops are fine. Okay. Tank tops, absolutely not.
1: Can you tell me more about that? <laughs> well, what bothers you about that?
0: So the, the thing is, is that guys generally have farmer's tans, right? So then you right. have this weird thing of like, the sweaty armpit hair thing Uh happening and then the farmer's tan and it's just not something that i want to look at
1: okay so you don't mind necessarily them wearing it you just don't want to see it is that right?
0: <laughs> if they're wearing it and I'm not seeing it, that's fine.
1: Okay, that yeah. sounds that sounds fine. <laughs> and maybe your future husband is out there at this moment and he needs to take heed and uh, just get rid of his tank tops as well. Absolutely. Um, I'd appreciate it. That's, that's funny. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing your heart and your time with us today, Erica. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. I appreciate uh, just hearing about your uh, experience of serving at photo Church and I uh, look forward to seeing what fruit comes of this in the future.
0: It'd be great. Thanks.
1: All right. Well, we're out of time, but thanks for joining us for our podcast, Footnotes. Be sure to subscribe, and we'd also appreciate you sharing this resource with others and even leaving us a favorable review if you feel so inclined. So until next time, Foothill, peace be with you.
0: I cannot stand taking out the trash.